And today we talked with Raven's Dream YT on Twitter, and you can check out his channel Raven Dreams on YouTube, where you'll find a whole host of horror narrations, some investigative pieces. The man is a machine and puts out just tons of content and very high quality. Uh, the consistency between his videos is bar none. You can also follow him on Instagram, uh, same name. And if you check out the episode, you also hear that he's got a new podcast coming up as well. So, we'll do a brief advertisement, and then we'll sit down and talk with an absolutely phenomenal narrator. See you soon. There we go. 11 p.m. nightcap live lounge around uh, interview talk with Raven's Dream YT, a guy that does an incredible job and an incredible amount of narrations. Dude is just an absolute fucking content machine. So I wanted to talk to him a little bit about that today Um, and sort of find out how he got into that, if he's got any tips, any special projects upcoming, any uh, sort of interesting things he's uncovered as he's gone along the way. So, hey, uh, Raven, how are you doing tonight? I am doing fantastic, my man. How are you? I'm hanging in there, dudes, one day at a time, you know? Of course. So, uh, yeah, let's start, let's start there. Let's start with why, why horror narration? How'd you get into that? What was your, what was your initial? Yeah, that's, I really want to do that. So back whenever I worked uh, an office job, the standard, well, not really standard, so I guess 730 to five, um, more like 630 to six, you know, how that does go. Um, right. Honestly, to get through the day, I would turn on YouTube and I would listen to people like Let's Read, Swamp Dweller, Your Maker, and I would just have my earphones in the entire day. Um so the fact that they got me through my day honestly kind of inspired me at, at that point. Like, eh, I kind of want to give this a shot and see if maybe I can be um, not necessarily in their league, but as someone someone who can provide that same entertainment value to someone else. Um, right, right. So, yeah, and I'm sorry. And so the, the uh, I guess the, the initial narrations that you read, were those mostly horror, or did you sort of branch out and listen to... I don't know, just regular contemporary stories being read, uh, mystery, suspense, anything like that? Um, for the most part, I think I started at Let's Read, which he does a lot of like the true, you know, true, um, true encounters with creepy people kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> and then I also branched out into Mr. Creepypasta. So those those horror stories, there are some uh, like Dr. Creepin, who actually has done more more sci fi and mystery stuff that I love his stuff as well. Um so I, I kind of I listen to it as much as I can out there. I haven't branched into as many of the uh, genres as I would love to. Um, I would love to hear more mysteries as far as narrators go, honestly. So, yeah. I've found that for myself, one of my biggest challenges is finding something that is, I guess, licensed slash royalty free 
that also is the right length and I enjoy so on and so forth. And I know there was one particularly fateful day uh, where I remember you sort of bringing that up and in, in, um, talking about a difficulty you had where you had found a good story that you wanted to narrate and got mm-hmm. kind of shut down. So what happened there? So if I recall, there that situation, the person was, um, if I remember, because that's actually happened a few times, um, <laughs> the, the, the situation of... I don't care how big of a channel you are. You have to pay me for my story does happen a lot. I won't say it. Ha- okay. I said a lot. That's the wrong word. It happens enough for me to say it happens. It doesn't happen like every time I go to reach out to somebody, but it does happen enough where it's like, this does get annoying. Um, and I guess that's something to look out at. Look, look out for if you are a narrator, uh, if you request a story and the person seems like they're going to be a jerk to you, don't work with them. Um, because odds are they'll come at you for money even if you don't make it. So that that's what that situation was. The person was like, I don't want you using my story if you're if you're not going to pay me for it. And I'm kind of like, oh, I don't make any money off this and I don't have a job right now. But sure, I'll I'll find some way out of my unemployment, you know, paying for rent. I'll pay you instead. Um, How many nickels would you like, sir? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll give you 5% of zero. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you, look, I'll tell you what, man, 50-50 split on all the money right. I make for Right. Put you in right the floor, man. Yeah, fucking A. The, uh, so there's, there's one more that was really weird to me. Um, initially, the person was like, yeah, you can use my story. And the next week, they messaged me saying, what the hell's wrong with you? Why haven't you used my story yet? And I'm like, uh, because I'm trying to use other ones, and this is on my schedule? Because I keep everything very strict to a schedule. Um, and I'm just like, I, just, I, I have intentions to use it this Friday if you can wait that long. And they just kind of went off on me for it. <laughs> but, I, I mean, some people don't realize that, that narrations, it's not a quick process. Um, no. Finding the stories, especially if you do, like, true story collections, those are hard because you have to find ones that fit, like, a certain theme. Um, right. Then getting all the permission, getting the recording done, the editing, putting them in a video, getting it all rendered, scheduled, set up, it does not happen immediately. No, and that shit kind of sucks when you... I mean, I, I, I had, you know me, I, I've, I've only done a couple of those. Again, I don't know if it was because I was picky or felt like, uh, felt like honestly, no one gave a shit when I did it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, it, it takes a lot of work. It takes a fair amount of work. And uh, right. for people to just be like, oh, you didn't slap this together in 10 minutes. Um, you know, the guy, one, one guy that... Uh, uh, whether you've seen me either retweet or talk to him, whatever, there's a, a, a fella on Twitter, Twitter. Why am I suddenly talking weird? <laughs> there's a guy on Twitter, um, real Sonic danger does the lurking transmission, uh, sort of podcast radio show. And he gave me uh, something he wanted me to narrate. So I, I read it and it took me, took me a while to get it done. He was very patient with that. You know, I had one day where I, I, I did a, a take and read, I'd say, probably almost the whole latter half of the thing. I was like, okay, man, I felt good about that read. I got that fucking done. <laughs> and then I went back and listened to it, and I don't know why I – maybe it was because when, when I was listening to it at the time, I couldn't hear it, but you could hear a fucking leaf blower blowing in the background. <laughs> oh, man. 
That'll just go in the old deleted pile. Great. Um, I've had some of those. Uh, whenever I used to record in the closet, it was right above the downstairs bathroom. So if you turned on the light, the vent turned on. And even though I couldn't hear it while I was recording, you could hear it clearly in the recording. So that's fun. <laughs> right. Right. Because you spend three hours doing it and then you hear it and you're like, I have to redo this entire thing now. <laughs> so tell me a little bit, um, maybe then for some of the folks that might be listening, what what is your setup? You know, you, you're saying that you initially started in a closet. So yeah. what was kind of your transition of space and equipment? So I started in the, as I said, in the upstairs closet in a spare bedroom that we don't use for anything. Um, basically with a blue snowball and my laptop and that was it. It was sitting on a plastic tray from Walmart. Um, in my older stuff, you can actually hear sometimes I hit the tray and there's like a slight bass boom in the background, um, because I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, from there, I, I bought a microphone arm that I could attach. Oops, I just hit my microphone just now. Um, I bought a mic arm that I could attach to the shelf in there and it was hanging in front of me from there. And then I bought a Blue Yeti, which I don't know how I did this without this microphone, to be honest with you. Um, and a mic stand. And it also has a shield and a connected pop filter. And then I moved down to the basement. So <laughs> um, that's where I am now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, for a little while, it, it's very, it's very, like, look, I'm by no means any audio expert, but right. it's fascinating to me that for example the microphone that's on my phone actually if you get to the spot where you're very quiet and it's sort of isolated and shielded the auto gain control on that microphone as long as you don't stop talking for too long mm -hmm. actually does an incredible job like the circuitry in the phone for handling the auto gain is kind of incredible. Um, and I've noticed that every now and then, if I try to fiddle with it too much, I actually fuck it up and do a worse job than if I just leave it alone. Um, but you know, I, I, in that regard, I'm kind of a lazy slob because <laughs> I'm tired of touching computers. I kind of fucking hate having to be at a computer at all anymore. If I'm completely honest. <laughs> and, uh, I just use a combination of my phones and a cheap Android tablet. And the microphone that I got is a, uh, I believe it's a Samsung. And it has a USB connection on the bottom where you can connect a USB host cable. Mm -hmm. And Android devices will recognize that. So I pretty much just line that in into my phone and use an audio program on my phone to record the audio. Because uh, say, like you, I initially started upstairs in a closet and that was just way too hot and sweaty and annoying and then when i moved out of there went into sort of this back room and the back room wasn't bad but the table i was at wasn't very comfortable and i kept feeling like i had echo even though i'm not sure if i really did i, just, I kept mm -hmm. feeling like i had echo that was driving me nuts right i ended up going downstairs into my workshop and in lieu of building some complicated shielding whatever process i went to harbor freight and bought a bunch of moving blankets and proceeded nice. to staple gun attach them to the ceiling joists 
basically built a blanket box around myself. Yep. And unless I start like yelling, like, you know, if I was going to do voiceover acting, like some of these people that do these cartoons where they're just squealing and yelling and, and doing the, Wah! oh my God, <laughs> like, <clears throat> sort of hear an echo every now and then. Right. But honestly, it does kind of an amazing job in here. It's just these fucking blankets. And I'm not a small dude, so I actually have room to move around now, which is nice. I can actually, like, mm-hmm. move, move and not, like, crash into the wall and knock over all my shit. So that was a, that was a, a learning experience for me, too. I, I still don't know if I have quite the right... I feel like the microphone I have is probably kind of eh, but... On the same token, it isn't like uh, it isn't like I'm uh, recording this for some uh, platinum record album. I'm you know recording my podcast and whatever. So, right, I say it's it's actually funny. I have something very similar. I have like so I moved down to the basement, and I set up a a, a desk in the corner that I had, um, and I hung blankets to my left, so that it's blocking out a lot of the sound as well. So I've very similar situation in that case. <laughs> and I do see, by the way, that we have a live viewer. Uh, live viewer, if you're watching this, you can either hit me up on uh, Twitter, or if you're here in the live chat uh, near the end of this conversation, I'm going to have a little bit of a chance, anyone who's watching live, who sends me a screenshot of you subscribing to my podcast and also uh, Raven Dreams' YouTube channel, uh, I'll give you a free key for Wasteland 3 uh, on the PC. You can either get a good old games key or Steam key. But you got to do that, and you got to be in there, and you got to be there live. I want no yeah. slackers after the fact. Um, so I also saw that you have sort of your series about, like, these uh, – I mean, you sort of did the research on some of these stories. How long does that take you to go through and basically produce those? Okay, so you're talking about the Raven Investigates, the unsolved crimes ones that I do. Um, those can take a very long time, to be honest with you. Um, I would say, on average, the research and script writing takes a minimum of two to three hours. And then there's the, you know, the pains of the recording and editing, which takes as long as the audio is. Um, right. And then whenever I actually get into Vegas Studio to put it together, uh, or Vegas Pro... Typically, I try to put some sort of visual aids in that. I have to listen to the whole thing over again and start tagging where I want to put, like, visuals. So that can take another, you know, half hour to an hour. So I would say that's a full day's work almost, um, if I was being honest with you. And if that's the only thing I did, it would take probably a full day. I mean, they're really well done. You do a phenomenal job putting all this stuff together that... uh... I'll say in that regard, that's my kind of uh, weakness is I don't really have an inclination to sit and do that much editing, you know. Right. I could maybe yeah. pay somebody else to, to do it, but, uh, you know, I uh, I find sometimes, so the, the thing that was kind of funny is you had the one day the guy yelled at you and didn't want you to use a story, so I wrote you that story just in Twitter DMs. Uh, and then we sort of did that double feature record. And right. that was another one. Uh, the audio for that was just my phone in my living room, sitting on my couch, just kind of, I think I had had 
probably more to drink that night than I should have. <laughs> and just recorded that just flat off the cuff and sent it to you. And you're like, what? Um, but I, I have found, and I don't know about you. I have found oh. that the collaboration stuff is, is just infinitely more fun than just recording the, the episodes on your own. Um, I completely agree with that. Trust me. It, it is a lot more fun to have somebody else uh, working on a project with you, even if it's just writing a story with them or sending audio to them. It's just, it, it kind of gets that excitement because it's a different audience. And it's just, you get to see what they create with what you've made kind of thing. So I, I love doing that stuff. Yeah. Right. Have you had any, have you had any disasters? Um, no. I wouldn't say I've had any disasters. Everyone I've worked with has been pretty decent. Um, I try to work well, with some newer narrators, so some. I'm sorry. I was going to say, even even if it isn't necessarily disasters in the sure. collaborations department, just any particular video or recording you've tried to make where it just botched into the toilet. Um, I mean, like as far as I mean, if we're talking, we're talking specifically collab. Still, I. I mean, no, I wouldn't say disasters. Like I said, some of the newer ones, the audio quality is not the best and it can definitely take away because I do work hard on my audio. So hearing mine versus theirs. And again, that's nothing against them. They're new. They're still getting into it. So, um, but again, I wouldn't say anything that's actually been bad, to be honest with you, as long as, as long as you can at least get to know the person somewhat and see what they do to some extent with their own stuff. It's, it's worth trying to work with them. Um, no, I mean, like no, I said, for I, me, the, big, the biggest disasters I have has have just been. There's <clears throat> another thing. I don't know what the hell was up with it, but my uh, microphone was picking up some like phantom hum. You could hear it really bad, and it's like, okay. okay, I think I got it. I think I eliminated it. So, recorded this narration. This is like when I was still in that closet. Get it done. Felt great about it. Nah, there was a hum, and it was a definite noticeable hum, and I got so mad that I just fucking deleted it. Deleted it, deleted the story, sent a message to the guy, said, sorry, I uh, completely shit the bed on the recording, so I've decided to move on to other, you know, other, other pastors. Thank you so much for your consideration. And didn't hear anything back, not that I really expected to, but that was... That sucked because I mean I was in there for like an hour, hour and a half, and just fucking things crap. So if we're gonna go that route of disasters, I actually can attest to something I've had. Um, there was one point in time where for some reason I lost uh, my macro in Audacity, which is my audio recording software. Um, I have very specific things I do to my audio, specific um, equalizers, boosts, and just um, uh, not noise filter, but the other one, the noise gate. I have a very specific setup that I set to a macro on my keyboard. So if I hit control shift one, it does everything I want it to, to the audio. Um, nice. So there was one point where I actually lost all my macros and I didn't have my settings saved in any sort of notepad. So I had to try to wing it to figure out all like six steps of the audio process again. Um, oh. So there are a couple videos. If, if you, if you were to go through my entire library, there are a handful of videos where my voice is really bassy because I screwed everything up. <laughs> so that's um, okay. I can absolutely attest. Yeah, that has happened. 
Hey everyone, this is Raven's Dream, and I've got a narration for you guys today. <laughs> it, and I don't exactly have the deepest voice in the world anyways, so having a higher-pitched voice that's really bassy really screws it up. <laughs> yeah, that's... You can't you can't do that. It doesn't it right. doesn't work. <laughs> but um, I still put the yeah, stuff I, out because I had to, right? I mean, in, in my opinion, I have to. Yeah, I mean, I I typically, I mean, uh, for the for the narration or the ASMR videos that I've done, I've tweaked and played with the audio a little bit. Um, I'm not like a super expert in that department. Usually. It's trying to compress it down a little bit and then doing a little mm -hmm. bit of some EQ and then typically like a noise, like a noise reduction just so that there's absolutely no hiss or anything like that. But uh, outside of that, I don't really I don't really do too much to it because I've again had times where I fiddle farted around with that for what felt like two hours. And then I get to the end and go, this audio sounds like shit. I'm just <laughs> going back to Rob. It's better. I'm leaving it alone. Yeah, like I said, mine's mostly just noise gates, filter uh, equalizers, and then there's a compressor and a normalizer, so it doesn't get too loud. But I have a very, I have very specific settings that I like. That's my thing. So, um, and I'm very retentive about what I do with my own stuff. So, like I spent a couple days trying to make sure I got it all right. I think I did amazing. okay. <laughs> your 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 recordings are amazingly consistent. I well, mean the, the the quality video to video is top notch i mean i do know, appreciate that uh, so I, I applaud you in that department it's clear that you put a lot of love and hard work into those episodes i do i, I definitely appreciate that thank you very much do you have a um um i don't want to say like any any upcoming like special projects that you're really excited about whether that's a collaboration or a story or a project or even, uh, I don't know, could just be different intro screens, graphics, uh, you know, anything like that. Anything that people should watch out for and also be excited about? Uh, well, I actually got a couple things I want to do. Um, as you know, I recently, I recently hit the, uh, the 1,000 subs mark, which was awesome. Um, I actually want to do a very large Q&A for my channel, get people to send me questions to, so I can answer, so they can get to know me as a person. Um, I've done some of that before, just talking to the microphone, getting people to know me. And I feel like that's going to be a good way to reach out to the audience and talk to them about who I am. Uh, I also want to go back and re-record my first like three or four videos to, so they actually sound like they are mo like the modern sound I have versus what I used to have. Because I used to cut out all the dead air in my videos, so it was really fast because I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Um, and I actually am in the near future, uh, around the end of October, I believe going to be part of a very large collaboration with some of the largest names that do narrations. I don't think I can say too much about it right now, but cause I think it's still kind of under the, you know, under the table as it is right now. Um, but I can, like I said, biggest names in this, not going to lie on that. And I am super excited for that because my name is going to be alongside the likes of like Mr. Creepypasta and Dr. Von Creepen um, and Swamp Dweller, etc. in a single uh, video. And that's going to be awesome. And it's it's a it's a very it's a classic. Uh, mm, it's, it's a classic radio play. Let's just say that. Those are some blockbuster names right there. The right. People that watch this after the fact, if you're not familiar, 
go to YouTube and look at and look up those channels and look at the uh, look at the subscribers and view counts on a lot of those videos. Right. So I'm, I'm super excited for that. <laughs> nice. Do you have any idea when that uh, is that going to be like later this year? I think it's going to be around Halloween. Nice. I think it's going to be like the big Halloween special for all the big narrators. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I, I I haven't. I, I haven't gone back and done much of that recently. And and even there, I felt bad because the the ASMR channel that I have, I've really in a lot of ways kind of neglected it. And the only content that I've put on right. there lately was uh, an ASMR like live stream nightcap where I just recorded it live as I was babbling on here and uh I need to I need to get back and do something with that but you know in terms of again I don't want to say disaster but like I did those I did those Camp Crystal Lake videos mm-hmm. uh, and I I I was sort of I was like, man, I, I think these are going to be big and a lot of people are going to enjoy them and have a lot of fun and laugh and whatever. And and that's just another, don't know if it gets lost in the shuffle or I don't know what, but I haven't gotten much of any traction or feedback on those than I did on some of the ones that I just threw together in like 10 minutes. Um, mm. So if you had any... Have you had any videos like that, whether it was a, a, a narration or otherwise, where you went, man, I don't know about this one, and it sort of surprised you that that got all this attention? Meanwhile, you know, if you, if you had an episode where you, where you personally felt like, man, that one is one that I really think I did just an amazing job, but then you just felt like didn't get the views, didn't get the, didn't get the interaction... Uh, so I can actually say one for both of those. Yes. Um, I, if I mean, I know you, you see my channel a lot, but so I do true story collections from Redditors twice a week, typically alongside my the actual like horror fiction that I read. Um, and I recently started doing what's called glitch in the matrix stories, kind of like um, like errors in life source code. Like you see, you have your pen in your hand, you look down, it's not there anymore. Kind of, that's a horrible example, but I've, I did yeah. those stories. Those and the first one I did, like, exploded. And it may not seem like much, but it hit, like, 300 views in three days, which is insane for me. Um, right. So I'm probably going to do more of those just because that does really well. Uh, that I did not expect whatsoever. <laughs> it was just another fun topic to cover, and then it, people just seemed to really like them. Um, alternatively, on the opposite end of that coin... I recently narrated Into the Maelstrom by Edgar Allan Poe, and it was completely neglected. Like, no one cared. Um, And I figured a story by Edgar Allan Poe would have done really, you know, at least done average. But I'm sitting there watching YouTube Studio, and it's just 10 of 10 out of my last 10 just the entire time. And I I was very sad. (laughs) It's very, you know, you just, uh, it's amazing now and then where you just, go wow i thought i was being intelligent about that and would have hit the mark but apparently i was way off right i figured for, i don't know i i guess i just figured the names like lovecraft and poe will at least bring an average audience in because those are the classics people listen and watch them all the time so just to see something with poe's name on it just not even be looked at 
it 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 hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Ouch. Yeah, especially if you're like, look, if I can't ride the coattails of this amazing guy and get any views, then what the fuck am I even doing? <laughs> right. Right. I can't even get views on the classics. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you'll like you say, and then you'll 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 pull off some doofy thing from Reddit or whatever, and it just takes off like wildfire. It's kind of funny. Exactly. Yeah, I, I still have. I look at the uh, I look at some of the the podcast episodes that I have, and there's a there's a couple of them where I was like, yeah, I expected this to have better views because they were either with guests or whatever, or I tried to self promote them and hammer them a little more so they get, you know, I don't know. I have a couple I think that are around twenty listens, which for me is huge. Mm-hmm. And then go back to like one or two of the. Like there was one that I did way early on that was like, here's how you get dirt during COVID stupidest thing (laughs) fucking world. And that thing's got like the most views out of all of my fucking episodes. I don't get it. Was that one? Did you do that one right after the, um, the gardening one you did? Cause I was there for that one. Uh, You you dug up the Ivy in the backyard. Sorry. Just a random thought. No, I think it, I think that was right around there. Mm -hmm. It was like, I was like, that is the dumbest, I want to say, like, that's the dumbest cop-out, like, hey, yeah, you want to go to dirt? Like, just go to Craigslist and fucking find dirt and just pour dirt in your yard. It's fucking cool. And that's got all these views. Meanwhile, it's like, oh, hey, here, I did this, you know, full-blown narration, whatever thing. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> oh, well. <clears throat> and even this, too. I mean, shit, you're like, hey, here's a chance to get free video games. Fucking drop in the thing and do whatever. And, you know, I'm watching the live stream. There's fucking nobody in here. <laughs> you know, it's another one. I, I've, I've had days where I'm like, I would turn this on and I would be kind of doing nothing. Or I'd be like half fucking asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I look at like the you know you look at like the view count whatever and there's all these people joining and suddenly talking doing all the rest of this stuff and yeah it's, it's disheartening to be like man I actually had like a free giveaway like a legit thing that I was gonna give away really nothing like man it's fucking that's fucking rough makes you feel beat yeah I can yeah I feel that man and I I don't know I I tried to retweet you out on this one. I don't know if you had a link on it, though. That may have been my problem. Um, yeah, I probably should have done that. It's, uh, you know, the, the link to the Periscope station is basically the same as my Twitter handle, just periscope.tv instead of Twitter. Okay. Um, but the, uh, you know, I also have um, uh, an Instagram uh, channel. I haven't done too much with that in the last couple of days, but... I also will say, um, don't know if you've explored that yet or not, but even if you just do what are called like these stories on there, where you just mm-hmm. put a picture image with some text of here's a yep. new episode, the link, it's amazing how much that that actually gets interaction as opposed yeah. to shit on. So I actually, um, mentioned that on one of my live streams on YouTube recently, um, I did a test where I posted a a meme, just a, a Halloween kind of scary, spooky meme, 
on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook, nobody saw it. Uh, Twitter, it got like four or five hearts. And on Instagram, it got 200 likes. And I'm like, really? I, I don't. Instagram seems to be the current platform. Um, if you're wanting to build an audience, to be honest with you. So. I feel like Twitter likes negativity and bullshit. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Trying to do fun, positive, happy stuff there only gets you traction if there's pictures of animals or you're a good-looking individual in various states of undress. And even there, I feel like you're probably going to get more traction on Instagram than you will Twitter. Mm-hmm. I completely and agree. The only reason I don't stay on Twitter at all is just because I have a, a group of people on there that aren't really on Instagram. And the back and forth of being able to just talk about stuff as opposed to always having to include an image, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I've I've found that that as a content platform, just seems to be a little more positivity focused. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Have you have you encountered any uh, trolls or just shitty people, whether it's comments or whatever, on on any of your channels? I've. I mean, on, so on Instagram, I've had a lot of spam, <laughs> a lot of very strange spam. There was one person there who kept messaging me trying to get me to join the Illuminati. And that's not even a joke. What? Um, yeah, he I need to go in my messages, see if I can find it and send you the screenshots sometime. Um, he like kept pushing. He was like, hey, I'm part of the Illuminati and I'm trying to get you to join. And I'm like, OK, what do I have to do? And he was like, make a donation to this orphanage in Houston. I'm like, this is a really strange spam tactic. What are you doing? Um, so I've had that. Um, I had one guy that I added who was all like, he messaged me back as soon as I tried to add him. And he was like, I don't like horror stories. And I'm like, okay, but you follow these seven different horror narrators. That's why I followed you. And he's like, yeah, but I don't like birds. Okay. Okay. So I unfollowed him. Um, Instagram's a little, so you get, you do get some of the weird people like that. As far as Twitter goes though, it's been, uh, pretty decent. Most annoying thing on Twitter is you get the people who are like, as soon as you hit follow, they send you a message saying, hey, subscribe to my channel. Um, just nonstop with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit of a schlub in that, and you and I talked about this one day on, I don't know, like the self-promotion thing. Like, you know, some people, the bots and network and email and constantly pounding on it i'm like i don't know how these people i'm like how did this person get all these views actually as a matter of fact you're kind of a pestering pain in the ass who the fuck <laughs> wants to listen to bullshit anyway mm-hmm. that's what you got to do um it's either that or you go to one of those sites and you just buy followers right i uh i used to pester people and tell them hey here's my channel if you like it please subscribe i totally stopped doing that that was way at the beginning because as soon as it started happening to me, I'm like, God, these people are annoying as hell. And I was like, oh, that was me a couple days ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I tried to just occasionally drop the, hey, here's my channel and, you know, here's the name of the thing. Because then people just, I feel like sometimes it's a matter of slipping between the, the cracks. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a woman, Mandy Mortem, that uh, I've, I interact with on Twitter. She, I mm-hmm. think, showed up these nightcaps whatever one day i made mention about asmr or something somehow and she was like wait full stop 
you do a like you do ASMR videos, whatever. It's like, yeah. And she's like, oh my god, you know, subscribing right now. So I'm like, <laughs> sometimes it's just a matter of maybe it just go. I don't know. I, w- I would have assumed that people would have seen this, but I guess maybe sometimes they don't. So yeah, you know, I walking that I, fine line of being a annoying pest and just going, hey, if you don't talk about it and push it out there a little bit, then no one's gonna know you're doing it. Right. Like I, uh, I try to, I mean, I, unfortunately I do make a post for every video I do, which is almost daily at this point. Um, so I do post, I do promote my stuff on Twitter a lot, but I do make it a point to make at least one or two non promotion tweets in between them, trying to at least say, Hey, this isn't the only thing about me, but I I mean, unfortunately, like you said, you do have to push yourself to some extent out there. You have to put out your content. You have to show people it exists. Otherwise it, may not get seen um yeah yeah i mean you you can't really rely on quote unquote the algorithm to help you because unless you're somehow pumped up to the top of some list mm-hmm. like that's not necessarily how you're gonna i mean at least not until you reach a certain point you're not really like that's not gonna help you so much you gotta grow it grassroots style Yep. sort of boot on the ground a little bit yep and um if anyone out there that listens to this uh hears the rumor that i heard at the beginning which is if you hit a thousand subscribers youtube will start pushing your content more that's a complete and total lie um i hit a thousand subscribers and my view count actually went down so <laughs> what so, <laughs> yeah, a little. It did go down a little bit. Like I had several videos who were that were not um, with the ones a week or two prior. Uh, and then you look at like in the analytics, you can see where YouTube has recommended your content. That number didn't really change. So that is a bold-faced lie to anyone who tells you it. Just so you know. Jeez, I mean, I, uh, I, 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 pardon me, goes. I might have been. I might. I might have believed it. I might have said, "Hey, that you know, I get that. Mm-hmm. There's probably some arbitrary-ish. Hey, below this number, that's just some dog shit, whatever channel that nobody cares about. And once you're over it, hey, let's start including this in our ad revenue shit because we're all about those ad dollars. And but on the same token, I part of me goes, yeah, but like." Come on, man. You look at the you look at the ones that are like at the the recommended and top of the shelf, and they have like hundreds of thousands of subscribers or millions. Right. Like, they could just give fuck all about you until you're at one at some sort of level like that. So. Right. One. Well, I mean, because the what you know, um, whenever you're looking at monetization for a channel. And this is something, again, a lot of new new narrators don't realize either. A lot of people who don't do YouTube don't realize there are two things you have to meet. And that's the 1,000 subscribers is the first thing. And then 4,000 public watch hours within a 12-month period. If you hit one of those, you get that nice little check mark. And then it's like, hey, good job. Now go do the rest. Um, So I'm curious if I actually do hit the 4,000 hours and am able to monetize my channel at some point in the future if it'll increase the views. Cause I feel like I've been lied to about that too. Like as soon as you can put ads, your, your video will be presented to people. Um, but I have a feeling that, yeah, like you said, I'm not, I'm not PewDiePie. I'm not Logan Paul. 
I'm some guy in Kansas that reads into a microphone. I, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to make YouTube thousands, thousands upon millions of dollars. Right. Which to me is a shame because honestly, I go, who the fuck wants to watch those other two people? I don't get right. it. Does anybody watch it in the slightest? Mm -mm. I agree. I, I don't. Kids, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, right. Children. I mean, if only I uh, wasn't an old, broken, bald piece of shit, and I was some dumb, fresh, plucky-faced-looking, you know, especially some of the stuff, too, like the video game streaming. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same thing, and I, I struggle with this because it's the brand I want to be and the thing that I want to do, I feel like probably just isn't quote-unquote set up for success in that regard because mm -hmm. you can watch a lot of those youtube streams and they're just like you know they're fucking spastic they're just like spastic wowie like oh my yep. god that is so goddamn annoying yep i'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking grown man that likes cigars and lift weights and as a matter of fact that's all i really want to do anymore and like i listen to some hype like screeching and shit like what in the fuck like people go into water you know especially the ones where you watch like you know they're they're playing some horror game or something you mm -hmm. know and they're, they're reacting to it and it's just like ah! oh my god oh! guys you see that i'm like who who fucking plays games like that jesus dude right and yeah I, I, honestly if you log out of youtube and go to the trending page i guarantee you the top 10 to 20 videos will have somebody screaming <laughs> within like the first minute spastic screaming yep jump cuts to screaming yep <laughs> yep 100 <100%. sighs> percent. what a mess um anything else you'd like to tell anyone about your channel technique interests uh Anything you want to pimp, promote, whatever, man. Here, here, I'm giving you the microphone. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start with a cheesy message so then I can self-promote. Cheesy message being, uh, if you do want to start doing this stuff or start doing anything as far as YouTube channels go, do something you enjoy. Don't do it to get popular. Because if you do something you enjoy, you will have that slow growth, that slow burn. Um, and yes, it will be slow, but it'll be apparent in your quality that you actually appreciate and enjoy what you're doing versus doing something that's popular just because it's popular. Um, that again, that, there's my, that's my cheesy message for the night. Um, as far as self-promotion goes, and I guess this is the other thing I should have mentioned earlier. Uh, I recently did start doing a podcast with, uh, the narr the dark narrator TDN horror stories. Uh, we had our first one on Tuesday and, we are going to probably keep doing it every week on Tuesday around 2 o'clock Central, uh, 2 p.m. Central. Uh, just talking horror stuff, kind of like what you do to some extent, interviewing people. Um, I may have him reach out to you at some point. Maybe you can talk horror stuff because I know you have a lot of knowledge in this in this scene. So um, I'd love to have you on because you're you're a great person to talk to. So, um, Oh, thanks, brother. I really appreciate that. Of course. Um, so that's. I I maybe not I'm maybe not as obsessive as some but right. I uh I certainly ha had and have an occasional voracious appetite for that shit and uh I've seen a whole lot of it so uh always happy and find it very enjoyable 
to talk about that sort of thing. I don't know if you recently, like, I recently did a my own sort of review of this this movie Antrim. Um, seems to be sort of split. Some people think it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Other people are like, eh, they kind of fucked it up a little bit. I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, but yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, reach out to me anytime. I, I, sure. I love talking to other people, listening to new stories, you know, sharing new stories. All that is an absolute blast to me. Sure. Um, so, yeah, like I said, that was that's me and uh, Dark Narrator, TDN Horror Stories. It's called The Dark Nest kind of mixed both of our names since i'm raven he's dark narrator um yeah uh kind of want to i guess pimp that a little bit just because that is it, it's going to be fun it's i i don't i don't know i'm not i'm not the kind of person that ever saw myself doing a podcast weekly but i guess it's going to happen so um it's a good time you can... hey, wait a minute i mean you do you do a youtube video daily you can do one <laughs> podcast no i know and I, I do live stream sometimes just to talk to people that show up at the chat um but I, I just never saw myself doing it. And I guess I'm going to. So, um, yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, oh, hey, look. Stacy Buzz has joined. My favorite Boston actress is here. Well, hello, hey, Stacy Buzz. Stacy Buzz, are you here because you wanted the Wasteland 3 video game key? I guess I wouldn't have thought that you were much of a, much of a gamer. But you never know. You could be wrong. Uh, I'm talking to Raven Dreams, YT, which stands for Youth Terrorism. No, wait, it stands for YouTube. Um, his YouTube channel, he does, uh, Stacy says, hey, Raven, by the way. Yeah, Stacy uh, and I know each other pretty well, actually. We've talked a lot. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. She's like, She's like, if people were like, people were like, all right. We're going to destroy all social media unless you give us an example of like a person that makes it worthwhile. I'd be like, fucking Stacy. And then you'd be like, fair enough. Now we have to let this bullshit continue. I'll say she's actually the person that uh that tweeted out my stuff right as soon as I was about to hit a thousand. So it's because of her that I actually hit the thousand mark. So uh Completely agree with that. Yeah, Stacy, you're you're amazing. She says she said, "Oh, thanks, man." But hats off to you. The thanks is all in that direction. Um, but yeah, you know, I uh, and she says, "Congratulations." By the way, thank you. Um, but yeah, you know, I uh, it's weird too because the podcast thing, like, I don't know. It's another. It's another. Like I, I, I have I have several that I subscribe to, and there's some of them where I go, you know, you're you're doing a movie review, and I'm like, your movie review is like an hour and thirty minutes. That's <laughs> almost as long as the fucking movie. And then they go through and literally recount the the whole entire fucking plot. Like I'm like, I guess that's popular, but for me personally, I'm like yeah, but if you're reviewing the movie, maybe you give some spoilers where in your review you want to comment on certain things that happen. But I'm like, man, I don't know. That's not that's not for me. Like to do a to do an hour and forty minutes like review of a movie or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of shit I could talk about for a long time. But 
that point, just go fucking watch it. Like Jesus. Right. If your review is almost as long as the movie, it's not really a review. You're just you're just telling me what happened in the movie. <laughs> right. Stacy just absolutely bombarded me with aqua hearts on Periscope. So Stacy, thank you so much for that. Um <laughs> some point uh she and i will hopefully do another episode as well you know we, we we talked a lot about bullying um you know i've talked to flixology 101 who has his site have talked to scott west who wrote by the way uh if you haven't checked out scott west's book ghost on the highway i think you'd really dig it a lot okay. uh, very much think you should check that out and hit him up on twitter if you do and, uh, you know, it's, it's very cool to talk to a lot of the people that are just out there trying to make content, trying to be cool, trying to meet different people. And, uh, this sort of interaction here to me is what, is what makes, I guess, social media worth it in the end. Mm -hmm. Um, really have appreciated all the advice and everything that you've tried to do for, uh, you know, that you've done for me, the collaborations, you know, the retweeting and stuff like that. I mean, um again your the quality of your content and your effort and input and work ethic is just insane uh so um absolutely my hat's off to you sir in that department and um we'll be very interested and excited to see you know what you have coming up for the future awesome thank you very much man i do appreciate it so that's going to be uh, the end of the stream at this point and the end of the podcast episode. Thank you so much for everyone that stopped in to listen. Once again, that's Raven's Dream YT. And look for him on Twitter and his YouTube channel and his new podcast, which is called what? The Dark Nest. The Dark Nest, if you couldn't hear that. Um, Sorry. So uh, that's going to be the end of that. Uh, Stacy, thank you so much for dropping in near the end. Stacy, technically, you're the only one here who's in the comment. And so if you want a free key to Wasteland 3 for Steam or good old games, uh, send me a direct message and I'll get that over to you. And you can play some video games. Um, looks like it's a really good game. So, uh, that all being said, uh, good night, everybody. Take care. Uh, Raven, have a good night. Um, you, have a good night. And we'll talk to you guys all again sometime soon. Take it easy.